Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 111. I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. And B, I'll let you introduce our uh, guest. We got a, a special guest on here, one of my best friends. Uh, also, a writing partner, I will go as far as saying that. He is uh, a writer. He is a right. He's a silent writer on the show. Give it up for my friend and yours, Bill. Happy to be here. I I think I push back on the word special, but I'm very uh, happy to be here. And yes, I uh, I'm an anonymous writer on the show, right? That's how it works. You are. You're You're an anonymous writer. You also, well, the short stacks too. If we ever do credits on our show, Bill, you'll get a credit. (laughs) He won't like it, but he'll get it. Um, I've actually had people reach out to me and say, by the way, who is this BB guy you talk about all the time? And this is the BB that uh, is often mentioned during the podcast. You've been, you've been mentioned before. You're one of the most uh, mentioned people on the show. That's not a guest. That's like that's not a, a host or like somebody like he's probably the most mentioned person on the show and it's and it's very funny too because i'm uh b is kind of like the mayor of uh farmingdale you know like you know you go to croxley's you know everybody goes up hi how are you blah 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 and uh i'm the guy who kind of always hangs around b and nobody really knows me and i went to catholic school so maybe they recognize my face maybe not and uh, i always kind of get, get a weird look you know Can I and feel- I, I went, I know you predominantly my whole life, and it was always through sports. Yes. And I can honestly tell you, I had no idea that you didn't attend Farmingdale High School. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I know. Yeah, the funny I, thing I the, to people, the people he went to Catholic school with have no idea he went to Catholic school either. That's how much <laughs> he was, exactly. nobody knew. Exactly. It, it was like Howard all over again. No, it's, it's funny. Well, my wife, parents, well, you were a good to- athlete, so that's why I remember, I always remembered yeah. you because you played on all the sports and you were good. No, it's it, funny. You were good in everything, but I never saw you in school, but I just assumed you were still in school. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's funny. My, uh, my parents wanted me to go to like, and I didn't really want to go, but then, then I realized like, I was like, you know what? You know, I, I fit into Howard. I was kind of a shy, quiet guy, not a lot of confidence. And I was like, you know what? You know, of course I'm interested in girls, seventh, eighth grade. I was like, you know what? This is, this is a new shot at it. And uh, guess what happened? The exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I stayed quiet with no confidence. It was all good. It was it was great. But I will say this: Wait, where did you go to Catholic school? Kellenberg. Dude, I know different schools everywhere. I know somebody went to Saint Anthony's, Chaminade, Holy Trinity. This you're the first Kellenberg guy I know. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. Collection chick. Yep. Yeah, I hit them all. I know, but it's funny. Down down the road, I did reconnect. So my wife did go to the school, but we didn't really know each other at the time. So I guess oh, I guess so in the end, it did work out. But. So you met your wife, but after... Yes, we reconnected. Okay. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's like a cool... had no idea he existed at all. Oh, exactly. You are a quiet dude. I mean, we I go out and I see you and I'll come over and say hello, but you're, you're not some... You have to be approached. What's, what's very weird... Yeah, I, I don't know if... I, I'm similar to be with the... Ant, not, not social awkwardness. I'm also like anti-effort. I, I don't really try to reach out to people and, you know touch base, you know, hey, how are you? Or try to, usually I just stay and observe instead. Like with B, it's different. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Like I, I can, uh, you know, go anything, say anything. It doesn't matter. But Well, uh, that's why really- I left because we don't see B on, on the house party or any of the, the video platforms because yeah. he's always in a room with you and Noah. And it's like <laughs> you, the yeah. three P's in a pod who only help, like talk to each other. 
yeah. we just have no need for other people, you know, when it comes <laughs> down to it. We want our own separate conversation. If we go out, we want to be alone. We want to look at everybody. We want to talk about everybody, <laughs> but just to ourselves. And me and Phil are very similar in a lot of ways. So uh, also, Bill, I, I, I would say this. It wasn't up to... Uh, we've been friends since we've been like kids. I was just going to say, when did you guys uh, develop this friendship? Jeez. Well... Like, was it before high school it's actually a funny story so we were yeah way before high school we were kids we used to play <sighs> basketball together when we were like elementary school or, or i don't know maybe summer rec we met whatever it was summer rec you were you were a cit i was one year back yep yeah so and, and, um, and we know a mutual friend uh ko so yeah we do we have we have a couple of mutual friends so we kind of grew up together and then uh and then we there was a, a long gap around high school uh, where Bill thinks I went one way and he went the other, I guess. He, he didn't I would probably agree with Bill on this, even though I don't even know the situation. And uh, Meanwhile, he went to Kellenberg. Yeah, he did go to Kellenberg, but he hung out with me one time and he didn't like what was going on or something. But I then, shut him down. Yeah. Do you have any friends from Kellenberg? Not, you know, I got a few people here and there, but not really, to be honest. <laughs> You're a fucking enigma. I know, exactly. But the, well, you know, I, it's it's weird. I I was just there, and I was like, wow. After four days, I'm like, fuck. I hate this place, and you, know, you just stay quiet. Like like my master plan of redeveloping myself never worked. What a surprise! <laughs> that's oh, so that's many amazing. people's idea when they go to college. This is their time they're going to redevelop, oh. and and you did that in in seventh grade or eighth grade or something, like, ninth grade, I guess. Yeah. Um. But too early, you jumped the gun. But well, here's the thing. it's funny, my, my favorite years ever were in college because I just kind of went nuts. That's uh, when you really opened up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so me and Bill go on this long gap, and obviously I'm a huge Jets fan. So uh, when the Jets used to practice at Hofstra, I'm watching the Jets practice, and behind the fence, I look at this guy that looks familiar, and he's, he's with the Jets. Like, Why? I'm like, is Bill a coach for the Jets? <laughs> so I, I had to like call him over. Uh, he was like in between, like, like uh, I don't know, Glenn Foley and 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 some other Jet. And I'm like, hey, Bill. And he was like, what were you doing over there? I was an intern for the Jets. Uh, I so was like a sports, I was a sports management major in college, so I was an intern with the Jets. And basically, but it was like it was like hired babysitting. They they set up like all these. Uh, air machines that kids jump on to have activities during the thing. So just basically, uh, we, we, the interns just watched the kids do that. Like it was literally that every day. So be used your, your connection to the jets. What? No, no, I just, I, I somehow got it. I don't even know how, but they had, they had a lot of kids. That went over Bill, but I'm saying Bill, be used your connection to the jets as that's why oh, yeah. he's coming friends with you again. Yeah. Exactly. It all yeah, makes yeah, sense. That's exactly he's still right. holding on hope for just, I was like, maybe I'll get I need to games. get on the bouncy castle. Let me become friends with Bill. <laughs> um, before we have a lot to get to, Bill, there's one, one of my all-time favorite things about you, though, that you mentioned that you worked in sports management. You also worked for another team, the Trenton Thunder, the the Yankees. Yes. Um, and can you just tell us one time? I, I I've always been interested in in, in oh. mascots. Uh, you had to dress up as the Trenton Thunder mascot. What happened there? I forget if it was the year before or after, but they, you know, they do like community outreach shit. And basically it's the same thing. All these interns at this, you know, minor league, they're not making a lot of money. They basically just 
hire you for free to just do work the games. You know, you're an usher, you're this, you do that. And that's basically it. But the, the other days when they're on the road, you know, you had a, a couple people had to come in every day and do stuff. So they have like community outreach and shit. So we, you know, you do everything. Like a bat boy was sick one day. You had to be a bat boy, which was a nice <laughs> You were a bat boy at one point. I was a bat boy, yes. And they're, they're so you're a man of many traits. First, first, first time uh, I was a bat boy, uh, wasn't paying attention. Didn't know how it worked really. <laughs> and uh, I remember, so I guess they got like four or three balls in their pocket with the, the umpire. And usually he'll look over when he's got one left. When there's a foul ball, then you run out, you know. And first inning, did, did not see it or whatever. And Shelly Shelly Duncan, who was Shelly uh, Duncan, yes, uh, kind of yelled, kind of yelled at me. He goes, "Hey, bad boy, pay attention," you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Melky Cabrera was there for a little bit. It was it was the Trenton Thunder. It was the Yankees Double A guys. Look, so. I haven't yelled at me as I was a bad boy. Tell me to go fuck off. Yeah. Duncan. By the way, the guy was like six nine. It was ridiculous. Kelly Duncan was big, and he looked like sloth from Goonies. Oh I'm my the God, first bad boy to get into a fight with a player. You find a way. You don't call me a bad boy. Bat. Pick up your own bat. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the time you dressed up as the team mascot. Oh yeah, so we had to dress up as a mascot and like go to just these like community things that were going on, which is you know it's crazy now. You know we're going, but uh, I remember I had to go to like a high school. Uh, and you got to get summer a- school or something oh. in in the thing. <laughs> In the fucking thing. What was what was yeah, the mascot? The mascot in a gym. Uh, it was it was a Thunderbird. So it was this like gigantic blue thing. It had a big. I, I don't know if it had an elephant thing. I don't know, but it was. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a bird, I think. And uh, so I'm walking around. I walk in this gym, and I'm looking through like the holes, and I'm like, oh fuck, this is not a good situation. I just knew it. Kids are fucking slapping the shit out of me, fucking pushing me, <laughs> and I'm trying to like I'm trying to stay silent and be like, you know, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, you, like, can't. Same on you, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? No, oh, I love that. Every once in a while, when uh, you watch a Yankee game, they'll talk about the Trenton Thunder. And sometimes they'll show, like, uh, you can get tickets to the Trenton Thunder, and it'll show the big blue bird as the mascot. Yeah, and I'm man. like, that's what Bill was doing. He was in, yeah. he was that bird. <laughs> I just got a picture of it up right now. It's all, this is so great. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, you can look it up. Look up the Trenton Thunder mascot. You'll see what he was dressed as. Yeah. <laughs> got got paid nothing. I had to live with my uncle, which was which was fun. Great guy, but uh, <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god, oh it's different now. It's, it's different now. It was, it was uh, wider back in the day. I had like. A, oh wait, no, there's another one too. Hold on, I'll get that one. This one. This one. Yes, yeah, something yeah, like what Chris. Got. Yeah. <laughs> this one with the wings. Wait, Chris, put it no. up. Again. Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That's okay. rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Were you uh, dancing around having a good old time getting the crowd pumped? How was your uh, mascotting skills? No, it was just during – it was just that one day they needed people there for that. So, they, they actually got – they actually had a guy they hired to do that. So, like – You like failed miserably rough. at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. That uh, is amazing. Guys, did you – who? so here – who here watched – did you guys watch the Jordan documentary, the first part? Oh, my God. I watched both uh, parts. Uh, unbelievable. I got chills throughout multiple it times. It was the, the best documentary I've seen in a really long time. I love it because anybody who wants to argue LeBron ever could just go fuck themselves after watching that. It just makes you show how good he is. But me and Jordan are a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. What? 
As in you're both retired? Well, we both – I realized watching it that we both love gambling. Uh, we love winning at all costs. We both stay Wait, home what? a lot. <laughs> yeah, We're but both Are both of our coaching um, styles, like how he yells at the other players, is kind of how I manage my softball team. I like to yell at people to get the best out of them. And there's just a lot of things that he was doing that reminded me of myself. That is – I couldn't – the fact that you got that out of that documentary is mind-blowing. <laughs> you are more Jerry Reinsdorf than you're Michael Jordan. That's who or you Jerry, are. Or Jerry Krause. Jerry yeah. Krause, yeah, sorry. By, by the way, some, I read an article somewhere. I forget where it was on Twitter or something, but it said – and I, I don't know, but it said Jerry Krause looks like he's farting 24-7. <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know I, I, maybe I shouldn't say that because I think maybe he had a stroke or something with that with that eye or something dropping down something is wrong right yeah, something happened oh he's dead he's now. like the villain of this show it's and, like they turned it into a where he's the villain fucking Michael Jordan's the fucking god it's oh. just so good well it's it's so a lot of that stuff, like I remember hearing like about the organizations win championships and things like that. But a lot of the stuff, I was kind of like blown away. Like, yeah, because we were young, them. we really just watched them and enjoyed them play. We didn't yeah. follow the uh, office politics as much as say we do now. Yeah, and you wouldn't exactly. have a chance because it's not open like it is today. <laughs> no, a it's not. That's why this documentary is so good. This this series is so good because it 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 really grants you access. Like most people say, it grants you acts, but this one really has stuff that nobody's ever seen or heard yet. Yeah, and I didn't realize, I mean, I always knew that Scottie Pippen was under um, underappreciated, but I didn't realize that he was so underpaid. Yeah. And that's why they were able to build the team they did, because they didn't. he was the sixth highest paid player on that team. Crazy. That's why they had Dennis Rodman and all these other – um, side guys who were like fantastic players. Yeah, I I just couldn't believe that the team won five championships, uh, and they were thinking about breaking it up the year th that next. Yeah, to rebuild. It's, it's like crazy. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You win until you can't win anymore. Unbelievable. I was floored. I was floored. And by the way, they might have still broken it up a year early. I was looking the, the next year after that was a strike short shortened season. They might have had a sh you know fifty games. Yeah. Yeah. Titles. Dude, like, if they let go of other people and they and they signed Pippen, right? And you have Jordan and Pippen, you're still going to the Eastern Conference Finals, Easy. probably the championship. You know what I'm saying? Like the team was still amazing, and you have Phil Jackson at the helm. I don't understand why you say that this is going to be his last year, and we're pulling apart arguably one of the best sports teams in sports history. Yeah, wh why would you? Why would you even think about it? And what? What was? What's the rush? And why would Jerry Reinsdorf, like, eventually, like, even that year they won the title, be like, okay, Jordan's going to retire, Jackson's gone. Like, wait, wait, you, what? What did Jerry Krause have on Reinsdorf to like let this stuff? Happen? Yeah, I know to let him do that. It's and just... then he's bringing in Tim Floyd to like watch the games. Like, yeah, wine and dine him before Tim while Phil Jackson's still there. It's insane. I, I couldn't believe that. I, I, I didn't know. There's like little things too. Like I didn't know Jordan. It was a question if he'd come back his fourth year. I didn't know the Pippen stuff. I didn't know Pippen was a ball boy on the uh, – the, uh, His college team. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's I crazy. knew he went to like a real small school and all that. 
came out of nowhere. But yeah, I had no. There's a lot of stuff that you just didn't know in this. And uh, I didn't realize Jordan was highly recruited out of high school. I did not think he was. Honestly, I thought that was a college thing that it was more of. Yeah, well, because it makes sense now because it's North Carolina. But the the major story you hear with Jordan in high school is that he, you know, he didn't make his high school basketball. But that was when he was younger. I know, but, like, you just don't hear, like, how great he was coming out of high school. Yeah. That's, like, the that's the main focal point. Uh, you know, he just kept trying. But I love just the swag that he had, and I love that um, – he like James Worthy, like those stories are what made me laugh. How James Worthy was like after practice, all tired. As a as a freshman, he wants to challenge him to a one on one game because Worthy was the man on the team. And he goes, "I was better than him for about two weeks." Exactly. <laughs> well, it it, just, it really shows you he's he's the goat, man. He's the best. And he is. This is going to be a fun month. Uh, I think we have. They're doing two two a night every Sunday. Yeah, two, two, an hour every night, two episodes every night, basically. For How many are there? What's that? How many are there going to be? So ten, total. ten parts. Ten total? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's it's five total nights. Uh, so we got four more nights. Chris, I, I, you're not a big basketball fan, but uh, it's pretty interesting. You might, if if you if you got time, want to check it out. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I should check that out. Um, yeah. I love that he wasn't into the politics. Like all these players got to fucking open their mouths. Jordan worried about his business, his money, his winning, and that was it, man. He didn't even a, party. It's I a lot like of time, Jim. though. You never know what, you know, where he – if you put him in this environment, he's brand new today, you don't know. It's it's a totally different environment. Well, Back then, who knows? But he still doesn't speak out today. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. It's just how he is, man. But you, he, he came from that era. If he was born in this era, it just would be different, though. I don't know if I agree. I did think he was honest about Pippen in the doc, at least, which was, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, that he pissed at him for not playing. Yeah. He thought it was selfish. Because all he cares about is winning, Jordan. That's yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't he give a fuck guy. about the other shit. Yep. To yeah. me, that the best part about that documentary is just li- listening to Jordan, sitting there with his cigar and his uh, whiskey or whatever he's drinking, and just letting him talk. And he's completely honest. Like you said, with Scottie Pippen, he was completely honest. And it's only going to get better, I think. Oh yeah, they haven't even touched on Rodman yet. Exactly. Rodman's going to be this 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 Sunday. It's Rodman, and I believe the Pistons. And you know he hates that whole thing with the Pistons, with the Pistons walking off, not uh, you know, shaking hands at the end of the game or so, where they whatever they walked off. He hated uh, Isaiah so much that he said, "I'll be on the dream team," but Isaiah can't be Jordan. Yes. Yeah, that's why Isaiah Thomas wasn't on the dream team. Yeah. Yep. Stock, Stockton was the Stockton was the guy instead, but it's uh, he. They hated him. They hated each other. You're, and you're talking about uh, Isaiah Thomas, one of the all-time greats. Yep. Not on the dream. Not that yep. Stockton isn't. But I uh, mean, Stockton leads the the the, the world. Of course, should be there. Yeah, should. I mean, it's not like they put Muggsy Bogues on the team and right, 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 exactly. But uh, yeah, overall, it's great. If you're not if you're a sports fan, you should you um, you know it and you're watching yeah. it. I think even if you're not a sports fan, I think you'd be interested in this. That's why I was just going to say, we don't talk about sports much on this show, and maybe this episode will be the exception, but people, um, even if you're not into it, I'm telling you, it's a a good documentary. Open your mind up a little, and it's a very interesting story. No, I'll definitely say that. My my wife, I watched it the night she, she didn't watch it, and then I was like, let's watch it again. It's really, really good. She doesn't like sports at all, hates it, loved it. So she's in on it. So if she can be Yeah, I've watched it three times already. 
it's great. It's fantastic. It's well done. Wait. It's uh, and it's just gonna get better. I can't wait. It is. I agree a hundred percent. But let's get to this game. I don't want to spend too much but, time. But wait a uh, Before we get to the game, though, do you want to do the? Because uh, out of this. Uh, all right. So yeah, let's do. Oh, yeah, it. more sports. Let's, let's get to these. So I'll, and I'll tell you how this came about. I um, as I was watching the show, I was just thinking how perfect Jordan's nickname is, Air Jordan. And the reason why is because he literally floats in air like nobody I've ever seen. Even guys who could jump higher than him today and are more athletic yeah, don't hang out in the air and do what Jordan did in the air. His layups were so much more impressive than his dunks on, those high, on that dunk. Oh his layups yeah. were unbelievable. He would do so much in the air. It was yeah. unreal. Even that shot uh, over Craig Elo, where he's sort of he's running and then just stops, and it's almost like he runs, stops, and then he floats in the air and just shoots over Craig Elo. Yeah, or um, you know the, the famous uh, when he went up with his right hand, came back up and under with his left, all in the fucking air. It's just it it was the perfect nickname, and it just got me thinking about all these other players' nicknames and. I started to look at like the top hundred nicknames and it brought me back. Cause they don't, they're not good anymore. They're not. The nicknames. Like all the Mets players, the Grominator and Thor and the dark Knight. There's, there's no more good nicknames. It stopped after the nineties. Mm. In my opinion, you're right. The only about one that. whose name held up is the black Mamba. Yeah. And I don't even think that's a great one. Well, even no, even- that's an amazing nickname. I don't know. I mean, well, we, we'll all have different opinions on nicknames, I'm sure. But, but uh, I mean, I have like a thousand written, so I'll let you guys go yeah, first. So your favorites. I have a bunch written, too. Who wants to go first? Do, do you guys have anything? I don't have a bunch, but I have a few. Let's hear Chris's first. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't watch sports the same way that you guys do, but I do watch the UFC a lot, and there's some yeah. sick nicknames in the UFC. Yeah, this is why I want you to go first, Chris. You're going to have the different ones that we won't have. Yeah, so... Um, I, uh, let me pull up my notes app real quick. All right, so first, I think this one's really cool. Um, you guys know who Mirko Krokop is? Yes. All right. I know guys you're probably going to talk about. Yeah. His last name is something impossible to pronounce. So they, they called him Mirko Krokop because he was a cop in Croatia. And they just like. Oh, dude. so Krokop is an actual nickname. It's a nickname. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Really? Until just looking it up this morning. Um, obviously, classic Chuck the Iceman Liddell. That's a great one. Wear those ice shorts. That was badass. Yep. Um, guest of our show, John the Manimal Beneducci. I like the Manimal nickname. The Manimal's a good nickname. It is a good nickname. And then he also, he has like a side thing that he wants to do one day called the Manimal's Animals, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> What's that going to be? The people like who, school? like, accompany him to the ring. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's good. It's good. Uh, Matt the Terror, Sarah. Well, okay. I forgot Long about Island that. Guy. Yeah. And it's the best because when he says it because of his Long Island accent, it's Matt the Terror, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Badass. It is. And then just the most outrageous one, Vanderlei the Axe Murderer, Silva. <laughs> <laughs> A little aggressive. I love it though. A little aggressive. I what about many more? What, what do they call Anderson Silva's the spider? The spider was cool. 
uh, the uh, California kid is, or no, what's uh, what's um, Tito Ortiz? The uh, where's he from? The oh, I don't know, beach, Ortiz. beach. What beach is he from? Venice Beach. I don't know if it's Venice Jerome Beach. Beach. I don't Jones know. I don't Beach. remember what his is. How do you, I thought oh, you were going to say John's Bones Jones. Oh, I didn't even think about John Jones. Yeah, that, you know what? That's a good nickname. He might get a shout-out later. He's in there. No, he's in there. He's in, no, he's... Bill, you're our guest. Let's hear some of yours. Yeah, what do you got? You know what? I got to be honest. I, I'm kind of going off the cuff here, but I do um, – uh, I love the boxer guys, like Smoke and Joe Frazier, Marvelous okay. Marvin right. Hagler. I'm glad you guys are taking away the fighters because I had all these listed too. Yeah. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. I just love I, how that that's my favorite one. Exactly, exactly. That, um, yeah. even, even Iron Mike Tyson, which is great. Yeah. And I, it's funny, B, because uh, that short stack you did a while ago, uh, Mike the Durable, one of his nicknames was Iron Mike. So I always wonder yes, like, if uh, that was uh, his, you know, uh, if, if Mike took from that or whatnot. You're missing another you know, uh, boxing one that I love from our era of boxing. Real, real deal, Holyfield, baby. Oh yes, absolutely. Well, Butterbean. Butterbean, yes, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Butterbean is actually just his name at this point, though, right? I know it is, his, but it's his nickname. It's not his real name. I don't right. think. I don't think they announced. His name, like his name was John Smith. I think they just were like, in this corner, it's Butterbean. Yeah, they, his name was just Butterbean. It's hilarious. That's like the one guy whose nickname actually turned into his – nobody knows his real name. They know. They just know his nickname. Yeah. But and I then, love, too, like you said in the beginning of that, too, Smoking Joe Frazier. That's one of my favorites, too. Yeah, exactly. Also, and then, and then some New York ones. I'm a Giant fan, but I like Broadway Joe, Mr. October. They're all good. And I refuse to write down any Yankee nickname. I know. Leave it up to you guys. You didn't put Raging Bull, Jake LaMotta? I did not have that one on there. I know there was – what, Hands of Stone was the guy uh, who ran away from Sugar Ray uh, Leonard? Uh, uh, Roberto Duran. Yes, Roberto Duran. Yep. But the boxing ones are I mean, there was Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah, like, Sugar you know, Ray Leonard itself is – Exactly. So, Floyd Pretty Boy Floyd. Pretty, yep, exactly. The Golden Boy, whatever you want. The Golden Boy in fucking um, De La Hoya. Yeah. There's a lot of. What about the uh, the 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 Bayonne Bleeder? Who's that? That's fucking Rocky, the real Rocky. Oh, Wepner. Oh, uh, Wepner. Wepner. Chuck uh, the Bayonne. Chuck the Bayonne Bleeder. That's a good one. That's a real. By, by the way, speaking of Rocky, the Italian Stallion. I know it's not real, but that is a fantastic hey. nickname. And the, Could and I that's, Drago have a nickname? I don't know. I don't know. The Russian Destruction. Uh, I don't know. I think it was just Drago. Okay. I don't know. So, so what about what about you, uh, B? What are what are some of your favorites? All right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my some of my favorite. Uh Charles Barkley, the round mound of rebound. That's one of my favorite basketballs. That's long. That's long winded. It's yeah, great. But, but it, the I mean, look at Charles Barkley. It is the perfect nickname. Uh all and all he did was rebound. It was rebound. An, absolutely he, amazing. He's fat. The round mound of rebound. Perfect. Uh, number two, Fred McGriff, the crime dog. Great. Oh, my God. That's a terrible one. <laughs> that's a great the one. Dog? No, I hate that one. Oh. I, maybe because I also – Fred McGriff is just like a – He's a, he's a good like player. All uh, right. Number three. This is a, this is a newer player. Uh, the law firm, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. <laughs> I, I do like that one. I do like uh, that one. 
Well, uh, you got. I thought you guys were going to give me more. I have to go off on all mine. Number four, uh, Doug Martin, Muscle Hamster. Oh my God, you guys, you, you suck. See, let me tell you something. I think I don't like. I have there's a a bunch of stuff on here that I have that are just boring. Like He's the going to I like something that's a little fun. But you're also not – you're like, I'm thinking about the 90s. We're talking about, like, all the great nicknames from back right, in the day. The 90s all you're talking you. about, like, guys playing in the last decade. Here's a 90s one for you. First of all, uh, that, those two were just the last ones in the last decade. Um, Rick Smith, the Duncan Dutchman. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Um, uh, uh, Larry Bird, the hick from French Lick. Uh, there's two for, ba- for, for, for Larry Bird. Larry Legend. Larry Legend, too. Larry but the from French Lick, it's just, I, I like a fun nickname. You I know, know. I, that's a great one. The, the like, Hicks, you know, you have Larry Johnson, Grandmama. Okay, I don't like that. It's, I no, like- I agree with you. Grandmama is uh, it's nothing special. Um, all right. We have uh, number seven, Purvis Ellison, Never Nervous Purvis. <laughs> <laughs> all time great nicknames in NBA because he was never nervous. He was never, never nervous. Um, what else do we got? Uh, Sean White, the Flying Tomato. I just think that's funny. That's a funny oh, name. Okay. Uh, Pablo Sandoval, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is a funny one. I didn't even think of him to be honest. Um, uh, Robert Ory, Big Shot Bob. Although I Big Shot Bob was on my list. I also had Sir Charles for Bob uh, for Barker. Sir Charles, yeah. A lot of these guys, uh, and and Daryl Dawkins, Chocolate Thunder. Great one. I was, was going to say that. Thunder. Nobody said it. Yeah. Great one. Oh, uh, listen, those are a lot of good ones. They are, but there's so many classics that you um, just didn't didn't even think of, and that's crazy to me. So I have a bunch. I'm going to start writing them all. I have a whole bunch that I just didn't want to – because I think that I know what you're going to go to. I don't like the basic ones. But, see, I don't think these are basic. All right, go on. I'll hear you. I'll stay away from, like, the the ones that I love, from, like, my my favorite players. Give us us your list. Don't hold back. All right. Do you want me to go through my list? So, I had Paul Horning from Notre Dame as the golden boy. I played I, both sides, did everything. Golden Boy is so generic. Like, exactly. But that's the old school one. That's one I, from like, fucking the 1900s. That's also, uh, that's also Oscar De La Hoya's, right? Yeah, it's also that's Oscar like De La Hoya's. But Nolan players. Ryan, the Ryan Express. That was a great nickname. That's yes. good. Um, there was Tom yeah. Seaver, the franchise, or Tom Terrific. These are the most, you, you are, these are terrible. All right, so I'm going to go like to the, the those was, you said you wanted me to name everything. They had uh, Shoeless, Shoeless Joe Jackson, The Wizard of Oz, Ozzie Smith. Fucking The Four Horsemen is a great nickname. That's a great nickname. Rocket Ismail. Uh, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Yep. Earl the Pearl is good. I love Clyde Frazier, the Bonnie and Clyde reference, but I won't go there as a great one. Um, I had The Worm, Dennis Rodman. Come on. <laughs> I like The Worm. Not my favorite, though. The Bus with Jerome Bettis. That's a great nickname for the type of play he was. They got Nails as Lenny Dykstra. Who Na- Lenny Dykstra is also part of the Wild Boys with him and Wild, uh, Wally Backman. Yeah. But there's just so much. You know, the, the Admiral with David Robinson. Boring. I hated that nickname. I always hated it. <laughs> Hammer and Hank Aaron. 
I like Hammer and Hank. Hammer and Hank's good. You like the unit for Randy Johnson? I hate the unit. I hate the big unit. It's the big unit, by the way, and I hate it. Uh, I like the the unit, the, the big unit. Either prime time, Deion Sanders. Great. That's I was good. gonna, was gonna bring it up. Nobody point. brought it up. Yep. Um, the Minister of Defense. Who's that? Reggie White. Know. Reggie White. There you go, my man. Uh, oh, that's right. Yep. Refrigerator Perry, Ed yep. Two Tall Jones. I love Ed Two Tall Jones. I love Refrigerator Perry and Two Tall Jones. I think are great nicknames. The Say Hey Kid. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Mean Joe Green. Yep. Allen Iverson, the answer. Yeah, didn't like that one. You didn't like that one? No. And then his shoes were the question. It's like Shaq. I didn't love his shoes. I didn't Stop love his the shoes. Answers and the questions already. I mean, to two of the greatest running backs, we didn't talk about the juice is a great nickname. The other guy murdered people, but I love the juice. <laughs> Sweetness with Gary Payton, dude. Uh, that was the other one I was going to bring up. That is that is might be my favorite. Sweetness is a great one. My all-time favorite nickname. And it's because people call me it too. Is Charlie Hustle, Pete That's Rose? That's a great one. They call you that ironically, right? Yeah. Well, because I was a degenerate gambler, and when I played baseball, it was kind of my name on my back jersey. Yeah, uh, Pistol Pete. Like, that's like calling a fat guy tiny. Calling you a, a, yeah. a hustle <laughs> guy. Pistol Pete Maravich. Pistol Pete's great. Yep. Another one of my favorites is the human highlight reel. I was always a huge Dominique Wilkins fan. That's a that um, is a very good one. The human because. I like nicknames that fit the person. Like you said, the bus. Well, that's why the bus with Jerome Bettis. That's a good nickname. Yes. Yeah. I like I like those the round mound of rebound. I like I like where they can take a nickname. They could gen. They could make it like you. You hear the bus. You hear the round mound. Uh, like you can even the big unit that I hate that name, but like you could picture it was that true, guy. Though, the big unit up there. Play. What about like Frank Thomas was the big hurt. I think that's an awful name. Real, like that could be applied. How many times have you heard that applied to someone? Yeah, but not Which ever. Was? It was more after him. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was after right. Frank. But I always that's hated Carl Malone's the mailman. He always delivered. That's I love the mailman. That's terrible. Now the kid, By the way, basic nickname, but calling Ken Griffey Jr. the kid because his father played at the time, or Gary Carter is my kid because of the Mets. But though that's a good nickname, even though it's not really uh, a. a you know, Clyde the Drexler, how he would glide through the That's air. I love that. By the way, one, uh, one thing about the mailman, one great NBA story, I forget who it was, might have been Jordan. I forget who it was. But apparently uh, Sunday TNT, the Utah Jazz was playing, and Carl Malone was at the free throw uh, line, and one of the guys called out, he goes, the mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays, Carl. Just <laughs> a great little line for it might have been Barkley, actually. It sounds oh, like a Barkley thing. I love Parcells as a coach who doesn't. Not many coaches get nicknames the Tuna. The big Tuna. Yeah. I'll take it. All right. Will, will the still? Yeah. No. You're a tough man to please. I Well, I he have – This is what I think this is good, though, Chick. Everybody has their own idea what's a good nickname. And yeah. I like more of, a, more of like, a, a wacky nickname. Like, like I you know, like the Dr. Dre or Hakeem the Dream, Olajuwon. See, I mean, that's I ha- it's too- I like the Greek Freak. The Greek Freak is yep. good. That's a great one. I think the Doc Gooden was always a good one. Doc? Dwight Gooden. His name is Dwight. Doc was his nickname. I know, but, but Doc has been – Doc. he's probably the original. What one is, of the, But Speaking of guys now, a lot you, of Docs. 
what do you guys think? Chick, you won't like this either, but what do you guys think about Big Dick Nick? So the guy, <laughs> the guy I actually think that's a great nickname. The guy that the guy's got such a big dick that nobody's ever seen it, by the way, except the guys in the locker room. <laughs> and nobody can shut up about it. And that's his nickname. And everybody in America knows about it. He didn't do a sex tape, didn't do any of this stuff. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the Nigerian nightmare. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah. Oh, Akoi. Yeah, Christian Akoi. Yep. I mean, they used to call Montana Joe Cool or the Comeback Kid. Comeback Kid. The Greek Freak is one of the only nicknames I like now. Yeah. Even got names I don't like. I didn't even talk about Muggsy Bogues or Penny Hardaway. They had Ewing was the Beast of the East. They're good. What about uh? What about you're a Met fan? What about Big Sexy Bartolo Colon? I did forget about Big Sexy. I think that's a very good nickname. Um, we didn't talk about the big fundamental, Tom Duncan. The big fundamental, yeah, that's right. The that's only a, Yankee a, I wrote down was Donnie Baseball because I love Don Mattingly. Yeah, I mean that's a great. Uh, what about? But so I, I looked some of these up. This is one I didn't even know was a nickname. Uh, I was I was going through some lists today. Steve uh, Traxkill, the human rain delay. <laughs> yes, yes, so yes. long. Time. Yes. The, oh, dude, how did I not know that? I mean, how did I, I not remember? I, that? I didn't. I don't remember that one. Well, speaking of that, they had we didn't even talk about Big Poppy or the or David Wright, Captain America. But like, I don't like those nicknames because they're not good. They're uh, not. I did like Rudy. Rudy's a great Poppy's nickname. Classic. Who? Big Rudy Poppy is classic. Yes. Yeah, but it's not. I don't know. It's not fun. Not good. I don't um, know. there's a Clemens so was the Rocket. I don't like the Rocket. Are you about Tom Brady's new horrible nickname. What, what is? What is he says he, or at least he sells them on a shirt that. Oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. That's Go not. Ahead. That's listen. I don't take. That's not a nickname. Nobody's gonna remember. That's just a. That's it's still just horrible. Somebody trying to sell T-shirts. It is that's horrible. Not Tom Brady. It's not good. It's Tom Brady. I mean, there's so many good nicknames out there, but he's Tom Terrific and whatever. He, this is just a. That's not gonna become a. He'll not be remembered. You got like Ojo from the Mets. Ojo's a good one. Yep. Megatron, Calvin Johnson. I'm just looking at uh, Megatron. What about Sleepy Floyd? Do you guys remember him? He played for the uh, Spurs, and he looked like Sleepy from the from the uh, like he had like these eyes that he looked sleepy. Halfway <laughs> down, I had like the rocket Ismail and the missile. Yeah, I don't had the, the the rocket was good because he was awesome and he, he was. was fast. I get it. I know. Oh, I'm just oh, fast. I get it. Remember Craig Ironhead Hayward? That's a good one. By the way, remember when he got into soap commercials? I don't remember that. That's random. Yeah, <laughs> I just like how they all. What about also teams? The uh, the 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 New York Sack Exchange. Great the fucking, one. Uh, the Purple People Eaters. Yep. That's enough. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about uh, who was the Pittsburgh one? The Steel Curtain. Steel Curtain. Yep. No name defense too. I think. Uh, who is that? Cowboys? I, I don't even know. No name. The no name defense. Oh, uh, I don't remember that one. To be honest, I really don't. Yeah. Uh, and then you even have fans. You have the cheese heads. You have uh, the the black hole was in Raider. Uh, 
there's so many nicknames, sports nicknames. You can go on forever. I, I really that that's a good one that you brought up, Chick. I, I like that whole. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much like maybe our female listeners are going through it. Yeah, I know. Listen, like, if you're a sports fan, there's probably a bunch that we're not even thinking of right now that I'm sure people are. Tell us and tell me what we tell us what we missed. So, uh, but uh, do you want to get into? What about this? you guys have before we go into the game now? Because I listen. I'm sorry, we're gonna push the game back. But do you guys have any nicknames for yourselves that people call you? Well, obviously, I have B. Because I've had like 40, and I'm not even joking. There's still, to this day, certain people call me certain things. I don't. You don't have any nicknames? Surprisingly, I know. But no. Bill, Maybe. Uh, can I just say one thing? What? Bill has is so uh, – I don't know what the word is, but I remember I was – Bill went to visit me in uh, – in, I was <laughs> in Oneonta at one point. And uh, this is when I was a madman. <laughs> yeah, and and like we started calling him Mad Dog Bill, and then he got so embarrassed. He's like, "No, no, no don't call me that. People are gonna think I can fight." So then we <laughs> went harder with him. Uh, and we, yeah, so so like there was so then, he had wait, I, also got, like I, that. I also got Slugger somehow in that, Slugger, in that because uh, because. It was probably the same night because you were like, I don't like, I don't like Mad Dog. I don't like, and then we're like, oh, how no. about we call you Slugger? And then you're like, no, that's going to, same thing. So I, yeah, I, I will say this. This is kind of embarrassing. When I was younger, I actually made a nickname up for myself. You know what? I, I, okay, say that and I'll, I'll yeah. tell an embarrassing story about myself as well. So I was in like fifth or sixth grade and since I was short, uh, and I, I played basketball. I played PAL basketball. I decided to uh, call myself Muggsy, as in Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> How dare you? you were so dumb. How dare you? We didn't but even I, get into gangster nicknames. Dude, I, I, I told people to call me that. I, ha I looked at my yearbook not too long ago from sixth grade. Everybody called me Muggsy on, in the yearbook. Dude, that nickname I, was there for the, two years. You must have loved it. And I played the only, ever, the, the only nickname I ever tried to give myself, no one ever called me, but I have about 10 other nicknames. And I can just say that they're legit nicknames because people still call me them. But I, I, I remember I used to – there was like a time in early high school where I was eating toothpicks. Not eating toothpicks, but had like always had a toothpick, like chewing on toothpicks. Yeah. And one day I was smoking with my friends. I'm like, you guys should just call me toothpick from now on. <laughs> I get made fun of to this day about that comment. So awful. That's, yeah, that's funny, dude. The fact no. that you were in high school. Chris, did you ever make a nickname for yourself? I never made a nickname for myself. Um, my friends always just, we all call each other by our last names. That's so, not a nickname. No, but that's what we did. But then I had a nickname for a while, um, and it was 9B. It was like, we went, so like a few of us went to uh, Texas to, it was actually when I first started working on that movie. And um, we went to- The movie Texas. that's never coming out? Comes out this week. Ah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, uh, the doc? Nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. But um, we went to Texas and uh, we were filming in Austin and there was like this Stevie Ray Vaughn bar that they really wanted to go to. So we went, and they were handing out free shots of this uh, horrible, horrible whiskey that was, like, locally made or whatever. 
and we did the free shot of it. And I was the only one who was like, oh, it's not bad. And so the, the whiskey was called 9B, and they just called me that for like, for like two years. For like two years. It's a horrible story. I thought, I thought it was an apartment where some shit went down. And That's like, what yeah, I was just going to say. I thought it no, was going to be an apartment where like, something happened. Whenever you do this to a person, it's called a 9B, because that's what he did. Yeah. It's not even that oh. good. Hey, at least you have one. I, I got nothing besides Mad Dog, where I guess I, I was. Mean, so, yeah, I'm going to get into a few of mine, because so my brother's friends, because I always liked rap, used to call me, uh, instead of Jada Kiss, they used to call me Tommy Kiss. And then that got shortened to T-Kiss. And to this day, I get called T-Kiss, Tommy Kiss, or Kiss from all my brother's friends. Okay. I get called Charlie. I got called Charlie Hustle, which then turned into Chuck Chick to Charlie. And now I get called Charlie from half my softball team. I get called Chuck Chick from a couple of my good friends. I've always wondered where the Chuck Chick comes from. People just fuck around with the chick, and then they just call me Chuck Chick, and then it was Charlie. I mean, it was just, like, all different names. So the names I still get called are Chick, Charlie, and T-Kiss. By the way, you said the same thing about eight times in a row just right now. Chick, so like Chuck, They call me Chuck, Chick, Chick, Kiss, T-Kiss, Chuck Chick. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they call me Chuck Kiss and Chick Chick. You said the same that was four to seven minutes of the same <laughs> same three nicknames. Am I going crazy? <laughs> what? <laughs> right. All right, I'm done with nicknames. <laughs> oh, oh my god! All right. <laughs> That's fun. That's good. I love the nicknames. I love the. I'm nicknames. gonna let Billy start this one off because. Billy had a game idea, and he brought it to my attention that we could do for B. And Bill did probably ninety, probably seventy-five to ninety percent of all the work, and I just added a few questions. But Charlie Hustle came through on the back end. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. I think me, me and B were on a on a Zoom, uh, and uh, we were like uh, talking about content and stuff. And I was like, "Ah, should we do chicks picks too? Or you want to do what would B pick?" And uh, we ended up on what would B pick. This is why you're a writer on the show. And then I think I, I texted you, Chick. We got on there. Uh, you came on and we talked about it on the uh, Zoom that night. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I think a week went by. Nothing happened, of course. Like, of nothing. course. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, exactly. But, but then uh, I think we had, I had another Zoom uh, the next week. And uh, I ended up, like, you know, drinking a few extra. And I was like, oh, let me write some shit down. And then, then I texted Chick too early. And then I was like, all right. I'll, uh, so I wrote them out. And uh but it's, we'll see. We'll see. It's, uh, if nobody knows, back about a year ago, uh, me and B were at a bar, and uh, we had nothing to do, nothing to talk about, and we were talking about the podcast. I'm like, oh, let's think of a game or something. And it was like, uh, what would Chick pick? And uh, we ended up coming out with some uh, – Yeah, and we should preface that by majority of the games you've heard on this show have been written or co-written by BB here, Billy B. <laughs> Yeah, and with get the exception together. of one game that was written by a Jenna B. That's right. Basically, Jenna. all the writers of this show have to have some sort of B in their initial. Well, I, I will say this, though. the Probably, probably Chick Pick was fantastic, I will say it. But, but one of them that was also great was uh, what, what Baby Said It. And that, that's all B on that one. That was, uh, what that Baby was, Said It was great. Yeah. That, that was that was what Baby Said It was very good. A lot of work with that that's one. That's all B. Uh, well, we got to we'll do that do one again. And we'll, we'll do it again. You, you need help on that because I didn't 
I, I, I'll help you out on this. Oh, topic. Charlie Hustle will help me again on this <laughs> one. <laughs> Wait, can I can I say something? Oh, the Chris. other nickname I have is the Guru. The Guru. Oh yeah. Nobody calls you the Guru. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that was back that. in the day. The Guru. It, it was more do, of a mock a mock nickname, but it was what it was. When when you do what what uh, what baby said it too, uh, go to episode I think it was 100 101 where Chris was on fire with uh, you were drinking you were talking about the people from South Dakota. You you, oh my God! Yeah, it was horrible. Fantastic. We've realized that the See, drunker and more alcohol give Chris is the better he is. Not I, let me rephrase that. Not the better he is the more open and vulgar he is. Yes. Right. He gets more emotional yes. under the influence. Chris, but not casually drinking. When I'm you're saying, That's, you, you, you were so good that, that time, and, and you were open and talking and, and talking crap about other states. You were great. Yeah. We, we were <laughs> and you're like, it was terrible. That's great. Oh, no. It was, it the was episode that we didn't release. There's one episode that we have that we didn't release. And that was one of my all-time favorite episodes, Chris, for the record. That's never going to get released, I don't it's think. It's never going to. I'm not, I'm not putting you on the spot. It's never going to get released. It's one that's for us three. But that was one of my favorite episodes of him. That was a fun night. Well, um, <laughs> a rough night, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, with Bill, like a lot of people do call us the Lennon and McCartney of game writing. <laughs> Uh, and it's true because a lot of people will get together and, and we'll spend hours going over like, like you don't realize how much time we put in on sometimes with this show where we'll just talk about what could be funny, what we could do. And Bill isn't even a part of the show. That's how committed he is. So uh, first, first of all, first of all, he's a part of the show. Before yeah. we start this game, I love the show. You know, I, lo I love B, obviously, but I, but I love the show. I think you guys are fantastic. And, uh, and you know, sometimes, you know, you know we, we, that's what we talk about. We talk about the podcast, how's it going, what, what not. And it's, first of all, it's fantastic. And by the way, that's a big credit to you guys because, seriously, I remember when uh, T-Briz uh, left. And I was, I, was, I was like, oh, that fucking sucks, man. I, you know, because I, I felt it was good. But, but I got to be honest, like, as talented as he was, and it's a credit to all three of you, I think, you know, what you guys have built and B was telling me like the, uh, the ratings you guys are getting and stuff, the listens, it's like, it's fucking, you guys should be proud, man. It's really, really. Yeah. Wow. And uh, we appreciate you saying that. That means a lot there, Bill. And uh, thank you. No, absolutely. All right. Yeah. So let's get this game started. I'm very interested in, to see what you have cooked up. Excellent. Okay. What, do you, what do you want to do, Chick? You want me to do the first ones or you want to, you want to come in? Well, with there's, there's one question that I want to just pop right off. To Let's do it. And then I'll let you take all of yours and I'll end with my two. So me, me Chris, and uh, Chick will keep score and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Well, now, how are we keep it score, though? Because yeah, I, we I thought we were just asking B and just seeing what he would do. And then who, like, well, I just want to hear the answers, and we could all talk about what we think he's going to oh, do. Oh, all right. I, I was saying, we, we like, similar to Chick's pick, we'll guess it quick. And oh, okay. Oh, yeah. so what would Let's be do that then. Yeah, so we'll yeah. do that. So, all right. My first one is B. Would you rather have healthy kidneys, be yeah. an orphan, so you got healthy kidneys and you're an orphan, or would you rather be in your loving family that you are having to take one kidney from each member to live? I got my answer. 
Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Chris, you go first. So, uh, we'll go. What? I'll go first. I'll go first. Loving family. Yeah, hey, Chris, loving family too. Yeah, I'm say healthy kidney orphan. No, you're an idiot. That's insane. I'm. I love my life. I'm happy. I know. I know you. Were doing, this is the one where I said I knew your answer, but I had to play devil's I'm, I'm living. I'm. I'm fine. I'm. I'm healthy. I'm. You know. I'm okay. But. But would I rather your, be? But now one of your family members has to go under the knife at least once to give you a kidney. I've already done three. I've already done two. I'm coming for you next, Liz. I'm coming for you next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by, by the way, Chick, I, before I get going, I listened to uh, afterwards, or uh, I listened to the uh, What Would Chick's Picks again? Dude, okay. we asked you a fucking cold question, man. We asked you 10 years high or your nephew breaks a finger, man. That, that is fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were, that was kind of ruthless. That was probably like the late night session of our uh, of our game making. That was rough. That was rough. Oh, like, what Chris, don't made? worry. The next game we're gonna do, the three of us are gonna write for you, Chris. Oh boy. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. All we're right. just gonna ask you honest questions. Like, uh, what 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 do you do? What's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> we just wanna know basic stuff. <laughs> Go Let's, on. We'll call it getting to know Chris. Getting to know Chris. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chris. What are you saying? I said do that on one episode 130. So you can say 100 episodes in, it's time we get to know Chris a yeah, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chris, you're awesome, man. I love you, man. You're Thanks, good. Bill. All right. Question number two. B, you can choose one of the following to happen. You can track the coronavirus for two weeks and take your chances, or you get over <laughs> the silly fear of nuts and walk around with two cashews in your each pocket for two weeks. I love this question. Oh, gosh. This is and now, you want to know why? Thank God Bill asked me the questions, showed me the questions before we did this, because I was going to ask Bill if he thought your nut allergy was true, but we'll get into that after you answer this. By the way, I don't know if it's true, but I, I know he doesn't, he's never tasted it, so I don't know if it's allergic. I have but, eaten nuts, but I think- uh, One time I was at a fair, and I was around a lot of, uh, I was in a, like a, a nut booth where they just sold nuts, and I got, uh, I, I got this shortness of breath. And, and my mouth started watering. But don't answer the question yet, B, because I, I personally won't. think B would rather have the nuts in his pocket because I think there's still a doubt of him that thinks it's more nervous than a real allergy. He's definitely afraid of the coronavirus. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, coronavirus. And by the way, I'm not confident, but I think B, B can't even breathe with that stuff around, apparently. So I, I don't know. I went with Corona. And by the way, B, well, go ahead. Go ahead. And Chris, go ahead. I, <laughs> I was going to say something, but it would, it would, it would, it would uh, affect the, the answer of the question. So I don't want to do that. I think, I think I'm going to go with Corona also because I think, I don't know if B could get over the fact that they're in his pocket. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think he'd just be thinking Literally. about it. The like, whole time. <laughs> could you imagine asking this question to a thousand people? Ninety nine, nine hundred ninety nine. It would be a no doubter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, here's pondering. He is pondering. I'm, 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 I'm already. I'm, uh, I'm at a loss here. I, the, even thinking about the nuts is making my mouth, uh, like I feel it already. <laughs> like it's a phantom. 
Like, there's a phantom choking going on it's here? Just, this is my point. This is why I don't believe he has a nut allergy, because he can give him the reaction without nuts being around him. Now, and I do feel me and my family believe I did get the coronavirus sometime in December because I was very sick. The nut allergy, if I don't have to touch them, Oh, I think I'm going Corona, man. I don't want anything near nothing. Wow. Just because of the fact that it could, it could shut me down right away. And the coronavirus, I, one, I think I got it. And two, maybe I, maybe I won't catch it. But with the nuts, I know it'll catch me. Billy, let me ask him one now because there's another one. I, I love yeah. my Let's I'm do sorry. it. B, would you rather be bound, gagged, and sexually dominated by your life partner? Or would you rather be celibate with your life partner? Oh, what the fuck? Who is my life partner? Great question. Great question. It, it's the person of your dreams. Because basically I'm celibate with my life partner right now, and that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and would you rather have the woman of your dreams and you can't have sex with her? Or would you rather just... Okay, I can't necessarily fuck her, but at least I'm having some sort of pleasure with her. <laughs> I would, I, I guess I would rather be celibate. Wait, oh fuck! What? Yeah. Oh, I'm you sorry. I've been question before that. us fucking guessing. I did put celibate on the thing. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say celibate too. All right. No, we're, we're honesty system. What were you gonna say, Chris? I I wasn't sure. I wasn't. I hadn't made up my mind yet. <laughs> Give Chris the celibate too. We'll give him celibate. Everybody get everybody get on the board. Look. By the way, by the way, I think that's a great question. And also, it's not the last sexual question coming up. So, we're, we're, oh we're, God, we're, all and right. That, I love it. It is a good question because it's two polar opposite ends. It Absolutely. is, but like it's just too much. Uh, I don't. They, they, these are really. T- it's difficult. Right. Option one is tough. Yeah. Option <laughs> one is tough. I'm claustrophobic. I don't want to be bound and gagged. Well, you're not really in a tight... What if he picks that, but then he doesn't enjoy it, and he's just doing that the whole time? Exactly. Dude, you could be bound and gagged, but she's riding you. Yeah, but what if... Yeah, but if I'm nervous during it, it's it's like... I don't know. I would pick bound and gagged. Yeah, because you're a loon, you're a kooky bird. I don't like that. I don't want to be bound and gagged. You know, call me crazy. Chris, what would you pick? Oh, man. Who wants to be bound and gagged? I could see Who that. wants to be, be celibate? Yeah, that's the thing, though. I don't want to be celibate either, so I'm, I would go with the first one. Thank you, Chris. I think, well, you I, would. I, think I would as well, but it is close. It is close. I'd get used to it eventually. Yeah, you'll get used to it, B. <laughs> you be you get used to being celibate, too, I'm sure. you like, right? oh, this again? Yeah, that sucks, though. You know how angry you'd be? Oh, come on. Some of the girls I pulled, I'd rather be celibate. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're all fantastic. Oh, that was amazing. All I right. hope they're all listening right now like that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, question, I, question number four now. Uh, B, you are, giving, you are given the following two options. You get the BBC meme guy, tripod and all, <laughs> an area of your body. Wait, wait, a tattoo of him? Yeah, an exposed area of your body. Neck, forearms, calf. Okay. Big enough to be visible from a few feet away. Or 
You have to shave your beloved beard until the age of 50. By oh. the way, I changed this little chick. Jeez. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, the BBC tripod we're talking about is the big guy with the big black cock that's going around the internet in light of the quarantine. The official mascot of the coronavirus. Yeah, yes, mascot. Yes. <laughs> um, Sitting in bed with his mammoth cock right on B's fucking neck. You know, I have so many pubs. All right, no, go on. Oh, uh, so wait, so all right, we'll. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say uh, shave the beard until fifty. I'm gonna say tat. I'm gonna say shave the beard. Yeah, this isn't hidden shitty tats. This is a visible shitty tat. I think I would go with the tat and just the beard is who I am. <laughs> I don't like the way I look without a beard. My looks are important to me, and I'd rather have. A big black cock on your arm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay. I'd go with along with the with I have a lot of bad tattoos and I, it would just be one of the many. I'm like, well, you know, this I got it. It was during the coronavirus. We we're all going crazy, uh, and I got it. I wouldn't put it on my neck. It's gotta be exposed though. By the way, it's gotta be exposed. So it's really forearm or neck. I put it on my my forearm. So every time you adult your niece, you hold your niece. She's got to see that. She real, huge guy. real good uncle. I could wear long sleeve shirts. When the rest of the world would be better off without that fucking ugly beard. My my niece would be uh, very upset if I shaved my beard. I, I a lot of people would. This so she wouldn't be. She she wants to see the black cock. <laughs> Wait, so who picked who picked the uh, tattoo? I did. Okay. Luckily, by the way, I'll take no the lead. A lot of these are 50-50 with me. I because am. I have so many silly tattoos. It's like, why not? All right, next yeah, one. There's a difference between silly. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> there is a difference. A All right, uh, you want to go again, Bill? Yeah, I'll go like next one. This, this, is a long one. this is a long one, and I apologize to the listeners for this, but, uh, you know, we're getting some story stuff. Um, B, your spiral, uh, B, your spackle video somehow catches on and you are a viral sensation. Uh, don't worry, we don't get it either. Okay, I wrote that in parentheses. Somehow you get an opportunity to perform stand-up on the Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah. You completely bomb in front of millions of people and become an even bigger viral sensation for all the wrong reasons. You are the comedy version of the Boom Goes the Dynamite sportscaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be difficult to pick up the pieces uh, and move on with comedy. Even Alibi Open Mic tells you to stop running shows and quit. <laughs> <laughs> or you get oh, a little handsy with a woman at Croxley's. You'll pull your patented barstool skirt move and yeah. go back to her place for some fun. Little do you know, she records a sex tape, which ends up getting released in the Farmingdale slash adult babies community expectations with you for this tape are rock bottom to begin with but unfortunately you also bomb this performance <laughs> luckily it is only seen by a few hundred people around town your comedy career is unaffected and maybe you get a few jokes out of it to me you gotta go the sex tape you gotta go because B when B does not want to go viral for bombing. I, I go agree, I go sex tape as well. Yep. He's uh, already embarrassed by a hundred people. Every single one of you are one hundred percent 
correct. Um, I could make a good joke about it. It would probably turn out better. Me bombing terribly on, on national television, uh, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't have a lot of, I, I wouldn't recover from that. I wouldn't recover as well as I did from the, the, the sex tape thing. Yes. So yeah, I one hundred percent. You're all right with that. Expectations are rock bottom anyway. What are you gonna? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> looking at you thinking you're gonna be a sexual fucking predator. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know what? If if you're gonna watch that video of me and thought you were gonna get something special, then that's on you. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one though. All right. I don't want to bomb I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with my last my last question that I wrote down, Bill. Go for it, Chick. This is more of a, um, let's see, your life skills. Uh, you know, you're, if, you, if this is like apocalypto shit. B, would you rather be stranded on a desert with no way to shield yourself from the sun, okay. but you have plenty of food and water? Or would you rather be stranded in a jungle fully protected from the elements with no food and water. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I'm Basically, on... desert in the sun, no protection. You're out there, bare skin, but you have plenty of food and water. So you get it? You can't, you can't, you're going to have to bear the elements on your own. In the jungle, you have no food and water, but you're protected from rain, your feet have protection, you don't have to worry about any of the environment. Okay. So basically you have to fend for yourself for food and water in the jungle. Gotcha. In the desert, you gotta figure out how to, to, to not be burned to death. Okay. I think he's, I think B is under the impression that he'll be able to figure out how to get water and food, which I don't think he'll succeed, but I think he thinks he will. So I'm saying in the jungle. I think you gotta go desert. All right, Chick. I, Chick, I 100% agree with you for your, uh, what you said. I, I think in reality it would be the other way around, but I think B would say the jungle. I, uh, the desert terrifies me. I know it does. That's why I said it. <laughs> I, I don't. The idea of of being out, even if I have food and water. I have no, I'm just out there. I'm, I'm too old. I'm, I'm just open in front of everybody. The jungle. Listen, we've all liked, I, I watched the jungle book. Maybe I make some friends with some snakes. And some, <laughs> See, that's uh, the thing. I'm petrified of the jungle animals. Yeah. I don't like the jungle animals. I am too, but you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather be eaten by a jungle animal than just fry out in the desert alone. Just like, <laughs> you want like, 30 though, and you'll have food. Yeah, but you know what? How good is that food going to be? Have you ever? It, I, I'd imagine dying in the jungle is a lot like you ever put salt on a slug and watch them just shrivel up and die. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine so what it would be dying in the jungle alone. So good. Even if I have food, I'm just going to burn up and die. So I put me in the jungle so I can at least at least try to make a hut. Okay. You know? A lean to something. Maybe I learned right. to fish. I don't know. Yeah. I, me and B got me and Bill got that one right. Jungle. Yep. All right. Next one. We got uh, B. You get a lifetime ban from your favorite bar, Croxley's. Mm-hmm. 
or you get a lifetime ban from the new thing in quarantine, Zoom video. Wait, can I ask one question about this? Go to for answer it. it. How long is quarantine? Are we in? An, is this the new way of life? No, it, quarantine doesn't matter. He can never go on Zoom again. Oh. Well, I don't know. We can make our own rules here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be such a stick. Definitely do. What? I think quarantine has to be in effect for Zoom to, to – I think it has to be a new way of life for Zoom to affect him. But, but I still think he'd rather be able to go to Croxley's. Yeah, because if, if quarantine's in effect in the scenario, then he can't go to Croxley's anyways. Okay. <laughs> I, yes, and I, I pick Croxley's as well. It's a lifetime ban, so it's just reverse. It's what would you have a life? You would prefer a lifetime ban from Zoom or Zoom, which would mean Croxley's or. And how about this to make it even? Because this shit's probably going to be reoccurring every year. You have six months with a quarantine, six months out. Okay. Fair. So you're basically for the six months in quarantine. If you have no Zoom, that means for six months you can't really socialize. But if we're off of quarantine, you can't even go to your favorite bar for those six months. And B, B is the goddamn mayor at, uh, at Croxley's. Everybody loves him. Everybody knows him. He loves the attention. I'm sure he does all his shows. Shakes hands. I'm going to say Zoom. Yeah, me too. Which, wait, to get rid of one or? Uh, to get rid of Zoom. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't want to get rid of Croxley, so he'll get rid of Zoom. Yes, fair enough. I would 100% get rid of Zoom. Gotcha. By the way, I'm a month away from getting rid of Zoom right now. So wow. I'm okay with it. I thought you. I thought you were in on it more than you were. Fair enough. I, I listen. I do it. I I like to talk to people, but I also kind of like the idea. I would never get rid of Croxley's. I spoke to the management today. Let me tell you something. I've been getting so. I've been getting growlers from Croxley's every week. I. It looks like I. I have so many growlers. It looks like I robbed a pirate ship. Like I. I have all these. I have all these big jugs that they send me of beer. That is my place and, uh, and their family. So, no, I would not get rid of them. But Zoom, I could easily get rid of. I don't need to see you people. I'm going to ask B one question at the end. I just thought of a question that I want to ask him at the okay. very, very end. But, Bill, you go and let me know when you're done with your questions. All right, this is a multiple-choice question. And, by the way, there's no really logical answer here. But uh, I guess we'll go, uh, one or two points. I don't know. We'll make it two points since it's multiple-choice. What the hell? B, <laughs> you are locked in. Uh, you are locked in quarantine and live in the basement and cannot leave or move out of your parents' house. You have to do one of the following to have the option to break free. We, good. 45 seconds in your basement fighting UFC star John Bones Jones. <laughs> Ship out to Rikers and hang out for eight hours in the open. Spend 10 days in the same New York City subway car. You can eat and pee. Don't worry about it. Uh, and fly to Spain and run with the bulls. Okay. Can he in the subway car? People are going in and out for those 10 days. Yes. This is kind of... I, gonna, I think I know what I'm going to go with. I got, I got mine. I'm going to start. And by the way, I don't... All these are ridiculous questions, so I don't know the answer. I'm going to go with run with the bulls for the story. I am going to say run with the bulls because there's a chance that he could throw somebody else in front of the bull and he could get through this whole experience with no uh, physical pain. I've yep. never seen B run. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with the subway. Fair enough. Oh, no way could B do that subway. 
by the way, I don't think he's a social guy. He's a social guy. Yeah, it's too dirty, though. It's the hygiene part of it. He can't do that. He gets panic attacks in the subway. He can't do that. I don't like a subway on a normal day. Uh, You guys, you're right. I would run with the Bulls just for the story. Even if it nails me in my ass, like, I would run with the Bulls. And, by the way, running with the Bulls is not exactly like you're running a marathon. It's almost like you're skirting out of the way, and then you, like, hide behind a – like a dumpster and then you run a little bit so i'd run with the bulls 100 percent. all right i think i would like to do that in general i, I, I think i actually would not want to do that because i heard they kill the bulls at the end yeah i guess you know i don't if, if we're going to talk uh, animal cruelty listen i'm not a big PETA guy but i don't like when they do things where the animal dies at the end for no agree reason. agree yeah, agreed. I'm not like one of those big animal right activists I'm, I'm not playing that game but i just don't get why they have to like cut the bull or stab the bull before they do anything. Like, I don't like shit like that. You know, I I have an old home video. My parents, when they were, when they were uh, like 18 years old, they went to Spain and they went to a bullfight and they have like home videos of a bullfight. Yeah. And they said it was the most brutal thing they've ever seen in their life. That's lives. what I'm saying. And I've heard stories yeah. about that too. It just like I, the matadors to me make me sick. Yeah. yeah. I applaud the bull when yes. the, bull the horn through the matador. Yeah. Somebody who always cheers for the whenever there's a, a human versus animal fight, yes, I always cheer for the animal, except the one guy that went toe to toe with a kangaroo and threw a right hook, and then the kangaroo bounced back. Right, <laughs> I was cheering for that guy because that to me is a fair fight. That guy That's went a great example. And didn't the kangaroo steal his dog or something like that? Yeah, the kangaroo was trying to get at his dog, so the guy yeah. was protecting his dog, and he didn't use any guns. He didn't use anything. He went toe-to-toe like it was rock of fucking Ali Frazier, and he fucking right-hooked the kangaroo. That, that, video, that video was amazing because all of a sudden, like, the, the kangaroo and the guy all of a sudden were like, all right, we're squaring up like, like a normal. We're squaring like, up. And that's way, that guy's nickname is the kangaroo kid. Is oh. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, just YouTube uh, kangaroo versus uh, human. You'll, you'll yeah, it is one of my favorite videos of all time because the kangaroo is not getting hurt. It's yeah. a fair fight because if that kangaroo did hit that guy, that guy's in a load of pain. One of the all time greats. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I had to bring that up because that's, that's, that's the only type of uh, animal fights I like. Yeah. All right, ready for the next one? We'll go, uh, I think this is question nine, eight or nine. I don't know, we'll figure it out. Uh, B, your weighted blanket all of a sudden is too heavy to remove and you're stuck on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it magically becomes lighter once you either watch 24, 20, uh, sorry, watch 20 hours of horror films that will make you cry, scream, and have nightmares. Yes. Or read for 80 hours. He had to make it four times as much. I remember reading this question and laughing hysterical. And but it was obviously gonna take a while. And also we will take out food and the bathroom for this. You're just on your so I'm stuck under this blanket for 80 hours reading. No, no, 24. You're you're either under the blanket for 24 hours with horror shows or 80 reading. Okay. So it's like triple the time, but you're only reading, or you're in a lot of fucking terror for 24 hours. Got it. <laughs> no, we know how you're going to deal with this. This is a good I one. know how you're going to deal with this. Do you? I am going to, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say B could put up with the uh, 
the horror story for one day instead of 80 hours of not eating and drinking or pissing to read. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna I'm agree. Gonna go opposite Forever's of not bad. I'm gonna you go with the uh, Yeah. I'm going opposite on this one. I'm gonna go with 80 hours reading. All right. I consider myself a book reader. I like to read books, but the fact that I'm 80 hours of book reading would put me that's a separate horror show. <laughs> that's living my own horror show right there. I will deal with the 24 hours of horror films. Maybe by hour 19, 17, I start to get into them in some weird way. <laughs> 24 hours of horror films. Yes, I feel like I'm coming back. I started right. off slow, but I... By the way, it's probably another 24 days of nightmares after that, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, these are good. All Phil, right. how many more do you have left? I have, I think, five more. Okay. Yeah. Close. Uh, B, you're, uh, th by the way, this is the direct ripoff from the, uh, the chick pick game with uh, sun kissed and a toe. So uh, I fun. feel like this whole game is, a, is just instead of chick picks, it's what would be do. It's the same thing, just different it's people. Very, very similar. But, th but this is basically the exact same question. We're going to go, uh, B, your two favorite drinks are Guinness and Dunkin' Donuts unsweetened iced tea. We won't ask you to pick one. But would you sacrifice drinking one of uh, drinking these forever, uh, in order to save your pinky toe? His pinky toe? Yeah, I had finger initially, but I, um, I think I don't think the pinky toe is a big deal. I almost don't care if I have my pinky toe, so I have to go with the pinky toe. Fair I enough. Go pinky toe too. I had yeah, toe as well. He lost kidneys. He's fine without a toe. Yeah, he's fine without. Obviously, he could deal without an organ. He could go without a, a fucking uh, yeah. an extremity. Right. Three for toe. I would take both of my pinky toes. I don't need them. What do I need them for balance? I'm not a gymnast. <laughs> You're not gonna hoop anymore. My toes. I don't hoop anymore as it is. Yeah. And by the way, if anybody could hoop with nine toes, it'll be me, Muggsy. Yeah. Brendan Ryan. It would be the, the man with the crooked back and nine toes and one kid. <laughs> maybe, maybe the That's nine toes crook out my, my back. You know, maybe. He's I, the most maybe. incomplete human out there. <laughs> I, I really am. I can't even disagree I, with that. Similar, similar chick. I just love that you lose toes for a drink. It's of fantastic. course. What was mine? Sunkissed? Sunkissed. Oh, sunkissed. Yours was sunkissed. You're going to lose a toe either way with that. So that was sort of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with, with this, you have to look at my two favorite drinks there. The, the unsweetened uh, iced tea is what gets me going in the morning. And the Guinness at night is what, you know, levels me out. <laughs> So, wait, come on. A toe is going to come in the way? Get out of here, toe. I'm so Bill finally came up. <laughs> finally. <laughs> it took a while. There's the cloth of the episode. Yeah. I was waiting for it. <laughs> All right. By the way, I'm would you so rather happy have Bill smoke came cigarettes on or lose a lung, chick? <laughs> smoke cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. This one, this one's not a uh, – all right. I'm going to ask you, but you're going to have to explain it quick, B. Um, B, you have to, you've told both of these stories on the podcast, but the listeners, that's it. That, that, that's up to our listeners to understand it. Go. All right, fair enough. B, you have to come <laughs> clean to your mom on one of the following stories. 
How you got Brewster? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say that. Say that. I have to come clean. You have to come clean yeah, to your mother on the, truth, on the truth to your mother on one of the following stories. How you got Brewster? Which is his dog that he claimed he found on the side of the road. Hey, hey, be quiet. They're upstairs. Everybody's home. Come on, quarantine. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, he lied about how he got it to his parents. Yeah, or yeah. the or the broken drum incident, which uh, we won't name names, but uh, you know. What happened with the broken drum I'll one again? By the way, give me B. You explain the broken drum. I'll be back in one minute. Good friend Carrie. So I had a drum. Uh, my grandfather, uh, my 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 dad, my mom's dad uh, was a drummer in a band. And uh, after he passed away, we had his drums. My dad was a drummer. Oh, I came from a long God. line of drummers, right? Oh. So anyway, we had this drum in my garage with his initials on it. It was his drum when he was in this band. So, uh, ah, man, we it was probably going back 10 years now. Uh, we were, we were having a beer pong tournament in my garage. <laughs> Whatever reason, I think it was raining out, but I, uh, one of my friends, I was inside at the time. One of my friends took his gigantic head. This, he's, he's like, this will be funny. I'm going to take my head and go through the drum. Okay, he busted my grandfather's drum with his head. <laughs> just put a hole in it, right? Just kept hitting his head into the drum until his head went through the drum. And then I walked outside because he thought this was fun. This is going to make people laugh, Gary. Gary <laughs> O'Sullivan. I'll say his name. Oh, that's Sorry. an edit. That's an edit. Um, <laughs> and, then I, and then what I did was I went outside and I... Now, Bill, I'm not just saying this. I picked him up and I I tackled him to the ground, and uh, and we rolled around and he apologized. So that was the story of the drum. But you told your mother that it was yes, because I'm a good friend. I told my mother I never blame my friends, so I, I I said it was my fault. I did it, even though I was still pissed at him, and I I I I didn't give my friend up. I wouldn't do you know I don't want to do that. So I was like, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I, I dropped it. So what was uh, the You got a couple about one of these? Drop the drum. All of a sudden, the, uh, the thing broke. Not a great lie, by the way. No, it wasn't. Good. I think he comes clean about Brewster because that's more of a sentimental thing. I think so, too. I, I agree. That, you know, yeah. I put Brewster as well. Well, Brewster is... Well, you have to understand, the drum was a very sentimental thing, too, though. This is my grandfather that passed away. His drum, with it was the only thing we had left of my grandfather there. And uh, so it was kind of sentimental. Uh, the Brewster thing, I want to do it because I think it would be hilarious, and I want to have that openness with my parents, but I just haven't gathered the courage. So I think I would go back to the drum and blame it on Kerry at this point because he kicked me out of the fantasy football league. Goodbye. He's Whoa. not I'm Whoa. You guys want to know something funny that's we I just got a text literally while we're on the show of a picture from me on prom weekend in my hotel room passed out on my bed with like the girl I was dating at the time and took there and the drink that's on the side is a sun kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Been drinking it since eleventh grade, baby. Nice. So, so none, of us got, none of us got that one right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely the drum. I would love to find a way to say the other thing I have to do it the right way. I haven't figured it out yet. 
Fair enough. All right. This, this is all right. Let's 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 get crazy. Who knows? All right. Let's, the hypothetical. Let's kick it up a notch. B. You decide to become a citizen crime stopper. It's your it's your new useless passion. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. That broke up. You guys heard that? Yeah. My new well, useless. I'll, I'll read it again. I would be you decided to become a, a citizen crime stopper. It's your you it's your new useless passion. You roam the street <laughs> drinking beers and bars in a futuristic outfit that looks like a bumblebee in leather. You even have a, <laughs> you even have a saying that says, behave. <laughs> <laughs> People think of you as the main street mascot. They laugh more at this than they do your stand-up jokes. You bring joy to the masses. That's until a month in, a fight breaks out at the, at the Dark Horse. And in your first opportunity to help, you just run away and avoid confrontation like everything else in your life. Everyone on... <laughs> like everything else in your life. I love it. Everyone turns on you for a little, but then you just go back to your normal life as a bar townie. Yeah. Or... <laughs> You wear platform rock star shoes everywhere you go for four months. Instead of people laughing they, and taking photos, they just think you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So, so, it's, so it's one month versus four months, basically. The four months. I'm going with the crime stopping. I'm, I'm the crime dog, the crime yeah. bait. Yeah, you're the new crime dog. <laughs> four months. Oh. Four months versus one month uh, as a bumblebee. I think I'm going four months. I'm going Crime Stopper. So am I. He's definitely, he's not walking around in platforms for four months. It's just not happening. No, the, the platforms is one month, right? No, no the platforms right. is four. The Crime Stopping is one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the Crime Stopping, you know, and, and, and I'll just be like, hey, it was a bit. <laughs> I lost it for a little bit. What do you want from me? More jokes. Excellent. Yeah. More jokes. Stretch here. Um, all right. B. Somehow, twenty-five years later, the Make-A-Wish Foundation loses records that you met Kobe Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> they follow up and ask you for your your new Make-A-Wish request. Do you spend an hour with Bruce Springsteen and try to jam with him? Uh, with your banjo alley? <laughs> what do you? Yes, there is. Or do you sit down for an hour and have a conversation interview with Howard Stern on the show? Your two favorite people. Okay. Can I just add, am I on the actual show of Howard Stern? You're on the show. Or is it off air? Okay. If you pick fucking playing that shit fucking thing with Bruce Springsteen, I'll backhand you. It's got to be Howard Stern. It's got to be Howard Stern. Come on. <laughs> That would do nothing for his career. Howard Stern would probably still do nothing for his career, but might. It would help a little. <laughs> by the way, um, by the way, I do kind of agree with you guys. I'm going Springsteen. Just to, I'm up a couple games. I think. You ready for my answer? Yes. Put me on Stern, baby. That's a credit. Ooh. It's a credit. You might know it's the next credit from Howard Stern. One hundred percent. That's easy. Nice. nice. Would you use that as a credit instead of the adult baby show? Well, let's put it this way: I, <laughs> I barely use the adult babies as a credit now, so yes. 
<laughs> you're a piece of shit. I only do it when you're around. <laughs> Shut up. No, I don't. I don't. I definitely, I, I use it. All right, we, we got our last uh, ridiculous story question. We'll see, we'll see if it's good. Uh, B, it turns out you have a gift for playing the banjo lele that you just were Turns playing. out. Oh, it turns out. <laughs> I do. <laughs> While stuck in quarantine, uh, you create YouTube vids uh, and your talents catch on in small white trash places around the country. <laughs> <laughs> you are discovered by a Christian folk band who needs a new player. <laughs> you, you travel the country singing the good word of the Lord, our Savior, and even have groupies that you can just hug and high five because everyone is celibate. <laughs> <laughs> you hate the music, but you travel the country and make a good living. Or you decide to take your banjo lily talents and team up with Nick Talelli and Crayon. <laughs> And Crayon is Christian Han, Christian Raymond Han, I should say, yeah. um, as the first oh, yeah. rap group that uses folk instruments. You guys, you guys sound fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you play around Brooklyn in front of weird hipsters fans and keep your day jobs. Okay, so nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically doing comedy, but we're doing what we do with comedy, but with with our ridiculous quarantine hobbies. Well, you you guys are rappers now. You fuck yeah. comedy. Or he goes as a folk say I'm going to choose the rapper and band. I'm choosing the rapper because yeah. I'm, that's a better crew than to be with a Christian fucking folk band. I'm choosing the rap as well. Oh man, it's um. But the rap is so much more embarrassing in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> It is. it is, but I'm making a living performing, and that means a lot to me. I want to make a living performing, even if it's for who am I to judge the audience? <laughs> You're going Christian. I'm basically living that life right now with Christian and Nick. Like we will, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do our version of rapping to Brooklyn hipsters now. So why not? Why not try something else? Yeah, I'm I'm on the I'm I'm going to the Bible Belt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. Now All is right. that your last question? Oh, uh, last one, I think. Last question. Okay. And by the way, and then I'm gonna finish you off with one question that B probably knows is coming, but we'll see if he what he does. This is this is a very, very important question as well. Uh B. Now, listen to the wording. I might, I might have wrote the question wrong. But B, you can never do a podcast again. Or never step on stage and do comedy again. Oh. Can I add on to this question, Bill? What? If my question was going to be very similar. Okay. I was going to ask him. I'm, I just want to ask mine, and we'll see, because it's basically going to be the same answer. Use yours. Would you rather receive... Howard Stern type fame with our podcast or Dave Chappelle type fame with your comedy? Basically choose your comedy. or I'm waiting for you guys. I know what my answer is. You, you I know, know what B's answer is too. 
What is he's going to go comedy. As much as I would like him to say the podcast, I, he's going to go comedy. I think so as well. My, my initial thing that. was, and by the way, it was very tough. I would say B would, yeah, I would say the same thing. I think he would not quit comedy. It's a tough one, but I agree. Um, yeah, no, I don't find it tough at all. I would drop this podcast right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the comedy comes first. Always has, always will. And uh, this is a fun thing to do. But um, wow, yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine how fast I would drop it for, for that. <laughs> you know you would be sig probably significantly more uh, financially successful as the podcast than the comedy, though. By not the, Dave Chappelle's level. No, Dave Chappelle did not make majority of his money through stand-up comedy. Majority of his money came in through the Chappelle show and through his movies. And, like, you make money off of these shows. A com a, having a, a, a show every day on Howard Stern or once a week, you would get paid more money than doing a show, you know, touring here and there. Honestly, I think you want how big you are. It depends how big you are because Dave Chappelle's making a killing in comedy. Yeah, Dave but Chappelle would you put his money up against Howard Stern's radio show? And I you're not talking about you're no. not talking about Chappelle. Stern, Stern got Stern's getting billions, but exactly. So even Chappelle with his other shit besides just comedy, he's yeah, not but like how much money do you need? Also, you know, like no, no I'm not saying know. if I know B. I already know B's answer. He said comedy. I'm just saying from a, a financial standpoint, yeah. I bet you it, it pays more to be Howard Stern than Chappelle. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that would be – that would be – all right. Did we everybody say – yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we all were wrong on your question. Yeah. That, the game's over. I was just curious what you I, think. It would be – the if this podcast were that big where we were making great money, that would be – in all jokes aside, that would be tough to, to pass up because it's such a uh, – and I could also still do comedy on the side, you know? Yeah, you may not be – exactly. That's true. Um, you could also do a podcast on the side if you were the biggest comic around, too. Yeah. I mean, that works both ways. So, I don't know. That, that is a tough question. But I – It is funny. For me, it's what would you rather be known for, your stand-up comedy or your ability to interview and be uh, have your own show? Stand-up comedy, 100%. Exactly. That's where – to me, that's where I knew comedy would come. This is just – at the end of the day – Podcast. I love podcasting, but it's just the ability to talk to people, you know. Yeah. And I want to be able to write great jokes. Yeah, I get it. That that you know, I that's, I don't take any offense to that. You're a comic first. Yeah. yeah. I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? After this, this might be your saving grace. I know. I know. <laughs> I was I was gonna say. I mean, the podcast is, you know. You guys have a lot of listeners. It's great. I mean, uh, he know. probably has more listeners on the podcast than he does his comedy scene. And that's, not, that's not a knock. It's just no, easier. It's easier for somebody to click and listen yeah. to him yeah, than have to drive into the city and say, "Yeah, 100%. yeah." That's not to say that he's better at this than he is comedy. It's just easier to have to reach more people. This is also a lot easier than comedy. This is just we've been doing this for since we've been, you know. 10 years old. And I think it's easier to relate to people through this than comedy because if you don't make somebody laugh, they're, they're done. We don't necessarily need to make people... I mean, yeah, the, the idea is to make them laugh, but some people may just enjoy listening without really... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It goes both ways, I guess. I mean, you it guys, does. 
the best podcast sometimes is sometimes where you have serious stuff to talk about and and yeah. you know it, it all works out it's very very yeah, that's why yeah i know i do love this I, I i do love the this whole podcast it's been a lot of fun bill is the capadonna to our wu-tang he is <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. It's a great analogy. I gotta, I, I gotta be honest. I, uh, please, I, be. You know, I told B I'd never come on. I'd never come on. And uh, it was now. I've never... been asking him to get you on probably this, once a month. This was uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. I will come on again. We'll have a lot of fun. But we're and not done, even though as long as you have me. I mean, we're I about don't... an out an hour and a half right now. So we're gonna get to the the end of the who won the game. And I want to uh, give. A, I have some really good picks this week. Nice. I beat Chick by one. Uh, wow, I came in at the end there. Came in, Chick, yeah. you, Chick, you were 0 for 2, I think, to start. So I you, can say I had a rough I start. I fell apart at the end. Man. It was 11, 10, 9. Yeah. Chris was in third. Chick played but that's how it should be. In the that was close. Very close. That finished how it should be. Bill's B's closest friend. I'm probably closer to B. Like, I've known him a little longer than Chris, and Chris was the last one to meet me. I'm shocked we were all right up there, though. Yeah. To, to be I mean, honest. he's a pretty – I feel like he's a fairly easy person to read. <laughs> like, Chris, your game is going to be all over the place because I don't think any of us know you well enough to pick your answers. That's yeah. possible. Yeah. That'll be fun to do. And now that we did the game for me and you, I promise you by next week, me and B and, and Bill, the ghost by right. Week? By next, by next week. No, hey, by I next week. By know. next week, we will have a game for Chris. and. Well, whether Bill was able to come back on or not, we're going to have a game for you next week. Sweet. All right. Let's do it. It may be for our listeners, we're going to probably do another episode. It may, it may be three episodes, but by, by the end of next week. Sweet. That's fine. Listen, if you don't. But, Bill, th that game is great. You are a fantastic – you know B very well, so those are fantastic uh, things for those him. Were, they were great. You really, you really put me in a lot of uh, tough positions there. Yeah, I, I could have gone either way with all of those questions. By the way, I it's funny it's funny how the answers led up because I was like I think either all these can go fifty fifty, but uh, you know you lean one way or the other for what. But uh, sometimes when you write it out and then when you read it out here, you realize that the answer on some of them may be a little more easier to to, to pick as you're reading it out loud. And by by the way, thank you thank you to Chick for uh, you know I was I was I was weirdly like I was like ah should I should I even send these you know you don't you don't know how they look but you can like, I tell you we want everybody to send as much this bills are perfect uh, example of why we tell people to write in because chances are if you write something and it's not terrible it, we're gonna do it oh yeah almost every fan who has recommended something to us or I'm not even gonna say fan listener who has listened to us and recommended something, we've probably done it, right? Yeah. I, it's fair to say that we've probably 90% of it or 95% of it we've done. That's very true, yeah. But uh, that's great. That was fun. But all right. That so I have, great. I have three documentaries that I watched this past week. B always says I fuck up with my fingers, and I love them. One of them I told B and Chris about. I don't know if they watched it but was 7852 Hitchcock shower scene. And it's a, a 90 minute doc on Hulu about the techniques and impact that that scene in Psycho had on film. Did you guys watch it by any chance? Did not watch that, no. But I watched the other one you told me about. The Cutting Edge? Yeah, that was awesome. That was good, right? Was B, good. did you watch it? Are you it listening to me? Watch, no. 
I thought B was sleeping for a second. I thought we lost him. I'm here. I'm here. He's definitely zoning out. <laughs> He's definitely looking at something. He's reading something else. Oh, but sorry. You can the see second that? one. The second one is Divide and Conquer: The Story of Roger Ailes. Now, those of you who remember, I recommended the Showtime show about Roger Ailes that was with um, the fuck is his name? Who was Maximus in Gladiator? Russell Crowe. He was in it in Showtime. Uh, Roger Ailes is basically the dude who started uh, CNN, not CNN, Fox News. And it was a documentary all about how he started around the Nixon campaign and the whole ending up with his sexual uh, harassment suit. Very interesting. Okay. Now, this last one was one of the favorite, most favorite things I've watched in a while, but it was about Mike Wallace. Do you guys know who Mike Wallace is? Yes, yeah, 60 Minutes guy. Yeah, 60 yeah. Minutes? Mike Wallace is the guy who started 60 Minutes, but he basically started on CBS back in like the 60s and shit and paved the way for like aggressive interviewing, like in your face interviewing. And it was just a really cool story. I, I you know, I, I knew a little bit of him from 60 Minutes, but his career prior to that was actually very interesting. Okay. So those are my uh, three documentaries. The Hitchcock Chapter. They're all on Hulu. Uh, Divide and Conquer, the story of Roger Ailes, and Mike Wallace is here. Before we leave, I got a random question for Chick because I, I don't get to talk to him much. Uh, if you had to name your Chick's picks for top three series ever, what would it be? Series ever? Great question. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Yep. Okay, are we putting series with comedies? Is everything all complete? Every, everything's on the table. Just, just it's something I want to know. Come on. Uh, I'm going to put Game of Thrones. I have to put one comedy, like a sitcom, so I'd have to put Seinfeld in there. Good job. So that would be my sitcom. It would be Game of Thrones, and then my third would be series. Wow, this is tough. Because I know I'm going to pick one. Something else is going to come to mind. Just give me a second. He's looking stuff up. I can see it in his... No, book. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm, looking at my, I'm looking at my stations to ring a bell. Your stations. It might be on Netflix. I might say... Um, wow, I don't know if I can put this one. I'm not gonna, I refuse to say Breaking Bad. Why do you, I, why do you I like better call Saul than than Breaking Bad. Really? Sopranos Wire? Anything? The Wire. That's what I the Wire would be my third. Nice. All right. Can I say why I won't pick the Sopranos? And it's a, it's the only thing. I didn't start I'm actually about to rewatch the Sopranos in quarantine. I, I picked this as my series to rewatch because when the show came out, I didn't start it until maybe this third season. Okay. So I started The Sopranos late. Okay. But yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd say The Wire is probably a good pick. I was thinking yeah. about Peaky Blinders, maybe. Um, I thought that Homeland, the first three, the first two seasons uh, or three seasons. Jesus Christ! Can we get three, or are you just gonna? No, I gave them. I'm yeah, just saying. Homeland, but Peaky Blinders though. But there was this one. Oh God! The tough question. I picked my three. All right. The Wire. Game of Thrones, Seinfeld. All right. 
Chalk check. I like it. Those are good ones. Charlie Hustle. Charlie Charlie Hustle. Hustle. Charlie lacked a muscle. I like it. <laughs> well, that was fun, Bill. I, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, for writing the game. Yeah, no, th- th- no, th- thank you. Hey, we're in quarantine. There's nothing going on, so it's all yeah. good. Uh, and thank, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. It's always good. good. I love the show, and uh, you guys are doing awesome. And I uh, keep it, keep it going. All right. All right. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, guys. If you made it this far, we keep asking. Nobody does it, but I'll never stop. Persistence is the key. Review us. Um, like our shit, our stuff when you listen to it. Just press the like button. We need action when you guys are listening too, because it helps us prop up on search uh, engines and stuff. So uh, we'd yeah, appreciate. Go on it. iTunes, write a review. Yeah, just write a review. It doesn't. You can be honest. I'm not even saying write yeah. a good. One. Obviously, I'd like a good one, but write a real review. Any review is a good review. Except yeah, any that. review is a good review. We need action on it. It doesn't take much to just hit the like button. Um, subscribe to our pages. But again, thank you for listening. Uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Until the next time. Nice. Peace. Bye, guys.